Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Moot, uh, Glim, you're, you're there now too. Uh, Sully. <laughs> Uh, hey, Terry, what's, what's up? Oh, it was a bit of an explosion. Oh, uh, oh God. Was it jam? No. Oh. Also, I don't think explosions are referred to as a bit of an explosion, usually. Uh, hey, I, I found something over here. I mean, this ash is really pink. It's pretty strange. And it goes into trying to find a source and trying to access it and use it in his spells. And it gets to the last page, which is basically just like this like hard sketched image it's hard to describe even as you look at it but it's like nothing you've ever seen before does this look familiar to you at all terry oh that looks kind of scary doesn't uh, it? yeah yeah that's why i was thinking maybe it's something that you've seen before anyways we can probably go check the uh, i mean we can go check that list we don't need to check that list i seem like i would know who's on that list do you know where they they live or hang out we could and have what's their name, name? yeah uh, oh, 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 name's Boots. Boots. Small round object flies out of the window towards you. Oh, I, I want to catch it. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. He, him, and I'm playing Moot, who also goes by he, him, a wild magic half-orc sorcerer. And Amy Moore. Yeah, she, her, and I am playing Sullivan Slight, a lightfoot halfling rogue. He, him. And Carla Maxted. She, her, playing Glim, a dragonborn paladin. Also, she, her. Happy to be here with everybody tonight. Having such a good time. We laughed so hard in the last downtime mm -hmm. that I would like to just say downtimes are fun. Downtimes are fun. It's an extension of the fun. And patrons $5 plus get access to them. And they come out every Saturday after we release uh, uh, an episode. And this last one, let me just put out there Schmegma. Oh my god. People oh have heard, boy. People have intro, heard that Russ? word. They know what it is. Some people yep. know. Some people None know. None of us did. Uh, if you don't know what the downtimes are, don't Google it. They happen immediately after we record an episode. We do like a two to five to ten minute debrief about the things that happen in it and maybe mm -hmm. test drives. Mm hmm And maybe, maybe some random teen shit boy too. gross words. Yep. All of that and more. Over at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where when you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Adam from Snyder's Return. Thanks, Adam. Adam. Thank you, Thank Adam. You. Thank you, Adam. Uh, really enjoy Snyder's Return. Was a guest over there. You should go check him out. He interviews uh, tabletop RPG creators and streamers and podcasters and all sorts of people in the industry. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, you should go check him out. Thank you. Uh, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Come join us. We'd love it. We would love it. 
No, fuck it. Let's play. I would like to, I, I want to catch it and throw it back. All right, monk. Let's see if you can do that. <laughs> Stop stealing Elia's thing. She hasn't got to do in my game yet. I know. Okay. I just really want to I did make a note, Carla, that I, there will be projectiles fired yeah. at you in the next I session. I mean, so. I'm good with decks, so I figure catching yeah. something out of midair, mm-hmm. maybe. And, yeah, sure. Okay. Can I try Great. Do it. Yeah, I want to yeah, do it. Catch it. I'm going to catch it. Catch it. Oh, fuck me. I'm going to use... I Hold on. There, fuck. Jesus. Mm-mm. It's going great. Yeah. So yep. These are all good signs. That's what Amy sounds like when she rolls mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Everything is fine. Uh, I have halfling luck or something. What's That's a thing. Did you roll a one? No. That's when it counts. That's only when, when it counts? Were, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. What'd you roll? A two. So a total of seven? Mm-hmm. Great. So that's an auto Guys, fail on your dexterity saving throw. Hand. Everybody else, roll a dexterity saving throw Shit. as this explosion goes off. Please be confetti. Front. Please be confetti. I also <laughs> rolled a two, which gives me a two. Oh. I'm not very right. dexterous. I'm quite large. Hey, guys. Huh? Without a word of a fucking lie, I also rolled a two. What's Uh-oh. happening? How's Terry? Oh, Terry. Let's see oh, what Terry rolled. I uh, almost called him Jerry. <laughs> uh, Terry rolled an 18. Yeah, I did. Oh, Maybe, okay. I mean, he's okay. He's, he's in full he's plate. He's in full plate, so that's a disadvantage. Still a 12. Mm. Uh, so still way better than all of <laughs> hey, you. Hey, listen. Our six combined. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I had a seven technically because I had a it's two true. with five. Did you, though? So how I see this yeah, is you see movement up in the upper balcony. Uh, curtains moving, projectile, fizzy, fizzy flames coming out of it. Sully steps forward. I got this, guys. Reaches his hand high in the sky towards this as it soars past him, behind him, and explodes, projecting him forward and everybody else blowing you back. You're all going to be prone. Everybody's going to take. Four bludgeoning damage. Okay. As well as... Oh. So this wasn't glitter. Uh, I'll, I'll describe it to you. As well as three piercing damage. As this projectile explodes with a giant plume of rainbow confetti, but mixed within this confetti is tiny shards of glass. What kind of fucking psycho lives here? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> And punch, punch this guy in the face. When you look up as the kind of this dust settles and you're you know, assessing each of your wounds and look up, he's disappeared from the upstairs window. Oh, Sully's pulling glass out of his face, just pissed. It's so much worse with the... Why would you make it so beautiful? The glitter was bad enough. It's so... Yeah, isn't he on, isn't he on probation? Uh, is this not a, some yeah. sort of violation no, this, of probation? This is a definite violation he's of probation. He's going to need a citation. He's, oh, good thing I brought my, my, my book. Uh, of citations. Uh, uh, this is definitely a four, six, Make three. a notation in, in your citation. No, oh, this no guy's notation. about to yeah. find his expiration date. Maybe we'll go for some libations? Oh, after we solve this mystery. Yeah, that'll make everything feel better. What was I doing? Well, I don't know. Citation, I right. Yeah, okay, him. I'm going to write him a ticket, and then we're going to go in and get him. But, 
Well, you said right inside. I mean, like just go in and get them, yeah. and then you can write them the ticket. Uh, I want to sneak around back because that seems like something sneaky that sure. <laughs> Rogue would do. Mm-hmm. I All right. Sneak. Uh, Guys, I'm going to go around the back. I'm going to make sure there's an exit through any sort of back door situation. Oh, yeah. Good, good idea. Okay, we'll go up to the front door. Watch out. I mean, he really. Really likes explosions. Okay? Uh, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you've made that abundantly clear. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I want to. So Sully goes around. Roll investigation as you are, because I presume you're looking for things that might make explosions in your face. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, yeah. great. Um, Moot and uh, Glim and Terry. Well, Terry's going up to the front door. Moot and Glim, where are you going? I think that I will also head towards the front. Okay. Um, I mean, you said it's a rundown shack. I'm assuming mm-hmm. we can. There isn't like wings that we need to explore <laughs> no. various yeah. grounds. Um, but I am also going to uh, investigate as I approach because the bombs. The yeah, bombs. that sounds like a great idea. Oh, everybody this place who is the bomb, you guys. Yeah, everybody who wants to may roll investigation. <gasps> uh, Eighteen. Oh, that's better. Uh, 19 for me. Oh, yeah. Investigating. So good. Uh, so Sully disappears kind of around the side and you no longer see him. Uh, not that he's disappeared, but just that he's he's gone out of sight. Object permanence. Don't just want to make sure there's no <laughs> portals beside. <laughs> yeah, he just, is still there. Nobody panicked. Sully, where did he go? <laughs> Sully has been raptured. Yeah. I mean, so we, it's over, guys. It's over. We, we call these characters the baby, so I just want to make sure. <laughs> Moot and Glim, you're following behind Terry. Uh, Terry is um, confidently stepping up the stairs, and both of you see a thin wire that he's about to step on as he steps his foot towards the top. Whoa, step- Terry! Whoa, Terry! Oh, Terry. Whoa. Yeah, what is, what's, what's up? Like a tripwire? Oh, oh, he kind of takes a step back and stumbles down a couple steps. It's, oh, oh, yeah, no, I, I totally saw it. It was just uh, going to make sure that... Everybody else uh, seeing whose side you're on. I I know you're on our side. It's okay. I was I didn't see it. I was just trying to be cool. Uh, just looking at the notes that I wrote down earlier. Okay, but like you know, this guy loves his explosions, so we got to be a little more. What was the explosion at the front door? It sounds like this guy does. I think Apparently. he'll put an explosion anywhere. All right. Oh, okay. I wouldn't use the toilet here either. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I should have gone at Murlocs before we left then. Should have gone at Murlocs. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is Russ's game. He's not going to let you go. These <laughs> these are life decisions that we all make. Um, okay. Um, the three of you go just take a look at where the um, tripwire is attached to. And we cut to the back uh, where we see Sully. Coming around the side, you, don't, you haven't found anything um, moving around uh, the side of the building. You come to the back and it is a it's just a door with a, a single glass panel in it curtains drawn at the back door mm-hmm. um three steps up uh you don't see anything walking up to the steps there's no trip wires there's no uh, pressure plates no nothing like that i'm going to press my back to the door like not to the door, but sorry. Um, I'm going to press my back to the back of the house okay. so that I am just outside of view. If someone were to look out the door, they wouldn't see me. Okay. A- and I'm not on the stairs. I'm like down next to the house so that I can get the jump on him if he decides to leave. Mm, all right. That's what I want to do. And can I like ready an action for when he comes out? 
Is that a thing? Popcorn. I, I don't know if that's how that works, but I yelled it, so it's what I want to do. I mean, sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, okay. okay. I've got so, time to ready in action. I'm over here just like... Okay, so you are putting your back to the wall, yeah. waiting for him to make a move. Yes. Got it. Yes. We cut back to the front. I don't get to ready in action. You can re- absolutely ready in action. Oh, what, okay. do you wanna, what, do you, what do you want your action to be? Um, I'm going to um, hit him with my... fright. I'm going to slash at him with my frightful sword of reflection. Cut that motherfucker as he comes out. Cut All a right. bitch. Yep. Got yeah. it. Okay. That's All right. what I want to do. Uh, cut back to the front. You've disengaged what looks to be like a pipe bomb that is set up at the side of this staircase that looked like it would have been triggered by this. So you've uh, you know, gently cut the wire and uh, are able to proceed to the door. And Terry goes up and knocks on the door and stands and waits. Uh, Terry, I think just maybe he's not going to answer the door. Oh. You know what? With throwing the confetti bomb at us. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. uh, Should we uh, kick in the door or should we? Well, maybe we, you know, take a close hard look at that door and see if we see Um, any more wires kicking around. Let's really, let's really explore the space of the door. Yeah. Terry uh, moves his face into the door and he's looking at the door. It's looking... Looking like a door. Uh, hmm. Does everybody else roll? Nothing like investigating with your face. Uh, 19 again. You don't see anything visible from the outside. I'm going to open the door. Whoa, whoa. I was looking at that part. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. The door swings open and in. Loud creak echoes down the hallway before you. And you see the insides very much like the outsides. All tossed around, furniture overturned. Looks like there have been explosions that have been set off in various parts of this house. There is a welcome mat um, that looks to be in not pristine condition. Like it looks used, but it doesn't look like the rest of the house. It's very embellished writing on it. Welcome with a a wand and a sparkler down in a, one of the corners. I mean, hey, Glim, does this welcome mat and look a little suspicious to you yeah it I just mean, seems it out of place really doesn't fit the decor kind of reminds me of the sign i think mm, mm-hmm, at, it mm-hmm. seems more like murloc's kind of brand i mean sure, i don't know yep. him or boots but is this terry you'll know with the sign better at murloc's is this the same kind of looks familiar now that you say it yeah with the with the little kind of thing coming out of the end yeah of the- that's that's yeah. the part yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no um oh, well yeah maybe he stole it if it's uh if he was the one writing the letters and had such a such a shot against him, maybe he stole his mat and now we got him. I mean, maybe that's the extent of his crimes, but <laughs> could be. Maybe he just has great taste in doormats. I think we should yeah. just yeah. Bo- boots. Boots? Boots were coming in. You hear quick footsteps upstairs. My name's Glim. Here to save the world, not here exactly to save the world, just like on the planet to save the world. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know about destiny. Anyway, Boots, do you want to come? We just want to talk to you about something. Uh, have you entered or are you still doing this from the doorway? Uh, I think I enter, but I step 
I step over the mat because it seems out of place, so I'm going to sure. not touch it. Okay. Yeah, you step over the mat. Uh, Moot, are you following or are you staying outside for now? Uh, I'll follow. Okay. Uh, Glim and Moot step in. Terry's following behind. He tells uh, Dog to uh, wait. Marky Bark. I can't remember for the life of me what we named that dog. Uh, he tells him to wait outside because I forgot that that dog turns into a giant monster. So maybe we'll just leave him outside for now. Maybe we bring him inside. Maybe. You two step in, and as you step in, you step over the mat, you hear more scuffling upstairs. No response. But also you look into the room immediately to the left, and there's a fireplace. uh, And you hear, like, this metallic, like, bounce. Like... Coming down the fireplace. Until you see this... What looks like a wooden, um, s- oblonged shape roll out of the fireplace and towards you. Doesn't have any like sparklers or anything like that. Just looks like a, a like a carved or 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 whittled wooden object now rolling towards you. Uh, I'm gonna cast my crab claw mage hand. And have it like pick the object up and toss it back towards the fireplace, all in one motion. Your crab claw appears, um, quickly picks it up and throws it, and you roll on your wild magic surge table. <gasps> it was a seventeen. And throw it back in, and you hear it land, and it splinters. And shoots out into the fireplace and some out into the room. So uh, there would be a a degree of difficulty towards you. So let's roll a dexterity saving throw for Moot and Glim. 18. 14. Both of you manage to kind of skirt to the side and these uh, wooden splinters shoot out into the walls that you see. And then you hear a voice call down, like echo down. You hear it in the house, but it echoes down through the fireplace. Did that one get you? Uh, no, no boots. Still here. Ah, okay. Next one will get ya. I mean, we just, we just want to talk. You could just come down. Maybe this is all nothing. Also, cool doormat. Where'd you get the doormat? We cut out to Sully. You hear all of this. I've been playing the animal game by myself where you go through the alphabet and you try to think of an animal for every letter. Sure. Uh, So right now I'm at J. Giraffe. The explosion goes off. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I don't rush up the stairs. I slowly sneak up the stairs, checking for traps and entering through the back door. You open the back door and Moot and Glim, you are are calling out maybe this isn't a a thing. And then you hear the door open at the back uh, and you see Sully poke his head through. Sully takes his finger and puts it in front of his lips and makes the shh. So Boots, we know you're upstairs. And I point at Sully like, that's what you would like to think. Well, we could we could hear you up there with your tiny little footsteps. And plus you threw something down the fireplace chimney. So gravity works differently in these parts. OK, now, is that like a regional thing or specific to this location? You hear you hear audibly hear pages flipping in in a book. As Moots got him talking, I'm inching my way towards the dumbwaiter. Sure, yeah. That is in the kitchen. 
Mm-hmm. Dumb waiters in a rickety building are always a great choice. I love Sully it. certainly thinks so. He's the only one who could get in there. Yep. Well, uh, it looks. And then there's a big pause. Just stops mid sentence. Sorry, what does it look like? So it's like an upside down gravity house that you live in? Watch out for this one. And then you hear a huge stomp <laughs> as a chandelier falls through a hole in the ceiling. Make a dexterity saving throw. Not the chandelier here. Chandelier. 18 again. This shack wow. is very fancy. Right? It has a dumbwaiter. It has a chandelier. It's, it's got it going on. 16 for me, Russ. Okay. Both of you dodge out of the way. And as the chandelier hits, there's this like plume of smoke and it changes color as it's uh, as it begins to like roil up and out of this chandelier where clearly there was a device hidden within um, and it uh, obscures sight within this room and the adjacent rooms, making it uh, hard to see. Sully, you climb mm-hmm. into the dumbwaiter. Yeah, I do. As the chandelier falls, you close the door. Smoke starts like coming into it. Uh, oh. There is a rope that you could mm-hmm. begin to pull on. Yep. I, I want to begin pulling on that. Okay. You I'm begin all like, pulling on it. But I'm trying to go like not in jerky motions. I'm trying to go like smooth. Okay, roll me a d20. Wait, but you didn't say what for. I No, I just said roll me a d20. <laughs> Maybe low's good. Maybe low's good. Two? God, the uh-huh. twos. I don't know. Okay. You're in jail, Dice. Smooth as butter. It's going... You get what you, uh, based on spatial reasoning, which Sully's very good at, obviously. Oh, no, I'm going to get out on the wrong wrong floor, you guys. <laughs> uh, no, you get uh, almost up to the, what you believe is to be the second floor, mm-hmm. and you're kind of holding it there with one hand, mm-hmm. and you hear the rope begin to splinter and fray and snap. Oh, shit. Who's in there? And you fall back down to the ground. No one! Uh, you're going to take three bludgeoning damage <laughs> as the dumbwaiter collapses around you. God damn it. Uh, Moot and Glim, you hear like this loud... No one! And then... <laughs> and debris spitting back out into the main floor where you are. I, I exit it and they see me like stagger out of it, <laughs> totally covered in dust and cobwebs. That wasn't the move. Oh, I thought maybe you got him. Did you not get him? Yeah, I... I, I oh... I didn't get him. Oh. Hey, Boots. Aren't you guys gone yet? No, just come downstairs. We just want to talk to you. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I can try and persuade him. Please do. Oh, that was a really bad roll. I have such a good plus. Doesn't matter, though. That's a seven. Um, come on, please, Boots. Come on, please. what's What's your favorite explosion? Flavor. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Bahamut's love in my heart. Uh, is that a big one? Oh, it's the biggest. Okay. Like, what do you add into it? Uh, like a lot of love and loyalty and strength and justice. And- Mo- you hear, as, as Glim is talking, you hear... Uh, I mean, both of you here. There's no reason that both of you wouldn't hear, but footsteps slowly 
trying to be, you can tell he's trying to be quiet, moving towards this hole in the floor or, or for, floor for him, ceiling for you, uh, where the chandelier fell through. Um, and as uh, Glim is kind of describing how big Bahamut's love is, you see just the, the silhouette through the, through the haze and fog and smoke that has been created of like a figure. And he's got one of those, he's got one of the first of bombs that you saw with the whiz popper on it. And it looks like he's going to throw it down. Uh, so I've got a visual on him. You've got a visual on the top of his head and his hand holding a device. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast mind spike on him. Oof. All right. We're getting serious now, y'all. That's right. Uh, remind me what mind spike does and what I have to do to not be affected by it. Uh, I can reach in the mind of one creature I can see within range. The target must make a wisdom saving throw or take some damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Uh, on a failed save, you always know the target's location until the spell ends, but only the two only while the two of you are on the same plane of existence. While you have this knowledge, the target can't become hidden from you. And if it's invisible, it gains no benefit from that condition against you. OK, so you must make a wisdom saving throw. Six wins, right? Six is not even halfway there. <laughs> I was so close, so close. Everybody uh, does not. Uh, it does not happen for for him to avoid. That was a weird way to say that. <laughs> it works for you. Perfect. All right. Uh, so you're gonna take sixteen psychic damage. Jesus. Oh, mine spike yeah. indeed. Okay. Moot's not fucking um, around anymore. No. Well, that glitter bomb really pissed me off. Yeah, it was a real asshole kind of weapon. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Glim, you're describing the love of Bahamut, and um, uh, Moot, you see Boots, and you cast Mind Spike. And as you, did you, sorry, did you roll Wild Magic? I did not. Well, that was a crit fail. You cast Mind Spike, and you, uh, Glim, and Moot, and Sully, everybody, Sully, you're picking yourself up, trying to get out of this dumb waiter. Yeah, it's rough for me. Um, Terry's, uh, what's Terry doing? He's kind of standing outside, just kind of blowing the smoke. Being oh. like, you guys good in there? You guys got him out yet? He's still outside? And Moot, you cast Mind Spike, and you see and know the position of Boots. Like, you can see him roiling on the ground, screaming at this damage that he's taking, this pain that he's in. And then you see his... His body and his face and all this smoke twist into that image that you saw in the journal. And it becomes clearer to you. Not, not, ex not clear in that you know what it is, but clear in more visual. And it's like you are transported somewhere else. Everywhere gets dark and these colors become more vivid as this shape begins to form around you and you hear this voice but it's not in a language that you can comprehend uh, make a make a wisdom saving throw Let's see 13 you see this image and hear this voice for what seems like a second and you're violently brought back to the room with Glim, Sully, and Terry standing in front of you with a panicked look on their face, like trying to shake you back to reality. 
Mood, oh, are you okay? Somebody slap him. Did you, did, did you guys see that? The, what happened with the face? I mean, we saw you do some magic to Boots, and it was, it was pretty rad, but... I thought it broke you again. Yeah, you just... Where where you been, buddy? Oh, I've been here. I know, I mean, like, physically you were here, but you were like, you know... Oh, we, you were definitely somewhere else. Terry was going to slap you. I was. I was getting ready. I took off... I took off... Um, my my gauntlet though. Yeah, I, I told gonna... him he didn't have to, but he's a gentleman. Uh, I mean, you've been out for. Well, it's, it's very kind of you that you were going to. I mean, we we got boots. Whatever you did with with his with his mind, he says it hurts really bad. Maybe we, you know, that was. I mean, good 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 job. Uh, but we got him. Uh, but yeah, you've been out for like the last I don't know ten or fifteen minutes, right? Oh, jeez, yeah. Uh, well, it was the weirdest thing. Um, remember that picture in the in the journal? That I showed you, Terry? Oh, yeah, it's haunting my dreams. Well, we haven't been asleep since I showed you. Well, it's just, I'm, it's gonna haunt my dreams. I just know it. Oh, okay. All right, it. so just it's more like... of a preemptive, you've seen it in your dreams. Got it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was It was weird, because I, I cast the, the, the thing, the spell at uh, Boots there, and then it was like Boots transformed into that thing with the face from the picture. I don't know. It was really weird. Are you, are you okay? Are you okay? I I feel fine. Okay. So are you saying Boots is actually a scary monster? Uh, I I don't know. Maybe. Like what kind of what kind of monster? I'm not a scary monster. I know my rights. He came into my mind. It's enough, Boots. Should you shackle him or something? He's not moving very fast. You have to move fast to throw a bomb. Just saying. Terry walks over and shackles Boots. So, Boots, did you mess up, Murlocs? Alchemy shop, or yeah, I messed that 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 old man's shop up. Why'd you do that? Well, you, I wanted his wanted his recipes for all his big explosions. You know how many noises and booms and bangs and whiz pops I hear coming from there. So you murdered him? Yeah, did you did you mean to kill him? Murdered him? No, I used one of his recipes. Uh, and he's not there anymore. And we found a crispy fried robe. Crispy fried robe. And well, some pink that's pretty fun. Glitter. Um. Oh. Well, did you hang on to the pink glitter? Yeah. I, yes. Okay. I'm reticent to tell you because you like to make bombs, and I want you to throw a match at me or something. But why would? I'm trying to help you here. Are you? I'm, oh, I'm a oh, friend. What a fun turnaround from earlier. I'm a, f- I'm a friend <laughs> of the justice system. Right. Tell him, Terry. Mm, mm, n- no. Most people on the watch list aren't. Uh... Yeah. More of a customer, maybe, of the justice system than a friend. Mm-hmm. Antagonist to said justice system. Someone who uses the justice system uh, frequently uh, is... I, I, if that's not a friend, what could you? What else could you describe it as? I don't know as? if they give out frequent flyer miles for the justice. Do they system. have a punch card? Yeah, or? is it like every seventh visit to the justice system is free? What's happening here, Terry? Do we have a free visit to the justice system? No, you get fined every time. Okay, would somebody pass me my umbrella, please? Absolutely not. But maybe, mm. maybe it's going to rain. Now, well. I think you'll be, yeah, I'm not, no one's going to hand you anything. So why did you kill Murloc? I didn't kill Murloc. I used one of his recipes. He said it was safe. Well, what was the intended effect? What did you want to do with that recipe? Mm -hmm. I mean, I wanted to kill him. 
Okay, so but okay. I didn't. But you, you, but okay, but he said it. It just it 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 makes uh, a person uh, into another substance. And I wanted to test it out. Another substance. And I thought, well, he would uh, he would be able to just flip poop, you know, just make himself come back. Flip poop. I think more of a glip glop. Mm. Was, was there glip glop? I, I thought you said it was pink dust. Yeah, there was pink dust. Is that, are you saying the so, pink dust is? That could be Murloc. What do you mean could be? Well, he didn't give me the whole recipe. Do you have? The partial recipe? Did you did you get a book? We saw some the pitter patter of little feet all over the bookshelf. Yeah, I did take a book. It was uh, the biggest bangiest explosions uh, under the sun mm-hmm. uh, by Senor Big Bang. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You left the hundred and one explosions you need to see before you die book that was right next to I it. I didn't. But... I didn't see that one. Did you bring it with you? No, it's back at Murloc's shop. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it's in custody. Yes, at, which is an the, active yeah. crime scene. It's, it's yeah. the evidence oh. is in the murder right, well. scene. Also, you're not going to go around free. It just exploded a bunch of things and potentially even a guy. So Okay. Um So, can you turn him back if this pink powder oh, is really him? I'm not I'm I'm not a wizard like Murloc. If that's a if, if that pink powder you're carrying around is our good friend Murloc. I mean, he's probably that's probably naked pink powder you're carrying around. Just putting that out there. Um, if you left the charred up robe on the ground, um, uh, no. So wait, your solution was to put the pink powder in the charred up road and then bring that? Well, if you didn't want naked pink powder. Hey, what, there's nothing wrong about being naked. What? Yeah, that's right. No, What's wrong? Fine. You, are you a never nude? You, you know look- what? Even if you are, it's none of my business. I'm just saying. There are dozens of them. Where It's an affliction. Okay. Of course. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. Anyway. So look. Okay. Okay. Make you it got me. You How got do we me. get him back? He probably has a book. Oh my god. I said, Burr. It's cold in here. There must be some middle in the atmosphere. I mean, delightful. That's good. Nobody's I love it. No, no. Was, nobody ever jumps in with so me, good. so why would we jump in with you? Oh, no. Now Amy knows how it feels. Because mine was better. Because <laughs> <laughs> yours was better. Well, I didn't, I didn't say that. Oh, ouch. This is even no proof. I would say Amy's was more um, like if I had jumped in in the third word, sure. I would have known where it was going. Sometimes with Russ. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're not know. quite sure where it's going. Yeah. You know what? That's what I like. The element of surprise. The genre might change partway through. There's always a key change unexpectedly. It's it's always new and exciting. (laughs) It's jazz, baby. It's all about the notes you don't play. (laughs) That's what you're doing in here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, always. We're just jazzing here in the middle. Yeah. Welcome to the middle, everybody. Um, We have a full story for you over on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. And that story explains how... Slow Russ talks. Flamikins... Like he's, Francis he's out of stuck. the abyss. Yeah. So if you're if you're out there listening to our you know regular shenanigans and you're wondering how'd that guy get back the there, f- <laughs> and where the fuck do Flamikins come from? Why is mm-hmm. Francis here? And you're a bit confused. Head on over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/DumbDragonCast. It's a two-part exclusive adventure just for our patrons. And both parts are out now. Yeah. That's right. You can hear them. Well. Now that I say this out loud, it's probably not till Friday that you can hear them. But if you sign up now, 
You'll have time to listen to the first <laughs> episode. For when it comes There's some mental right. preparation You'll that be the goes first along one. with that. Yeah, I know. I really set us up that they were both out right yeah. now. And then... Mm-hmm. That is the one talking point it you was, gave us. Yeah. <laughs> then my brain was like, no, you dumb dumb. Mm-hmm. That's not out till <laughs> Friday when you actually finish it. Oh. That's okay. Oh, we kind of scrambled boy. Russ's brain when we played that game because... Tom, Carla, and I were the DMs, so it was three against one, and Russ had to talk to himself a lot. A lot. A lot. It was, three, it was lovely. It was three against two, okay? Right. So and there's a demon pineapple, so mm. it's all coming together. That's right. Three DMs, Russ playing two characters, and a demon pineapple. Yep. Where, where do they stick that pineapple? We'll find out if you go to Patreon and listen to part one. I think Grancis might, after that episode, have a tattoo somewhere on his body that just says, be like the pineapple. Like a tramp stamp? Or? Yeah, Probably, like be sweet right? on the inside and wear a crown. Like he's got that <laughs> on his body somewhere. That and live, laugh, love. Yes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Right. <laughs> Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. We'd love to have you over there. And now... Spirit fingers. <sighs> I mean, you could check the, the 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 book that I said earlier. The the biggest, bangiest, bangiest, bangiest yeah. booms. Okay, uh, and that's uh, just upstairs. By Senor Big Bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's upstairs. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. you you all go upstairs and grab it, and I'll wait down here for you. No, I think maybe just like one or two of us should go upstairs, and everybody yeah. else stay down here with you, and definitely keep you away from the umbrella because that's yeah. so suspicious. Yeah. yeah. I think that I'm going to go upstairs. And like investigate the stairs while we go there. Yeah. Look, I just, I um, got a tapped into the, 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 the barometric pressure in this area. Mm. And I know when it's going to rain. What the fuck does that mean? Two of you go upstairs. Who goes upstairs? I want to because I feel like I should have been up there anyway with the whole dumbwaiter disaster. Okay. Uh, I'll go upstairs <laughs> as well. I got something to prove, apparently. Uh, Moot and Sully, you go upstairs. Roll investigation as you I'm go I'm going to roll up. a different Well, no, no, no. You've already been upstairs. That doesn't make sense. I haven't uh, been upstairs. Well, somebody went upstairs to get him. Oh, so yeah, somebody would right. have oh, gone yes, upstairs. that's true. Yeah. You know, events while Moot was out uh, occurred. Uh, you go back upstairs. Yeah, there is a book kind of tossed into the corner there, um, which you grab, and it is the biggest, bangiest, big bangs of senior, senior big bang. That book. <laughs> um, and you grab it, and you come back downstairs, and he's uh, Terry and Glim are cornering him to keep him away from the umbrella. I was picturing Glim just sitting on him. Perfect. Love it. Glim yeah. is sitting on him, and Terry's holding the umbrella Kind of just looking at it. What do you do to the umbrella? Like, is it does it explode? I, Terry, I feel like it's kind of a. I, it's just it's dangerous. We know it's dangerous. I don't know why you have to fool around with it. No, you're probably right. I'm just gonna. Well, we should probably leave it here. Take it into custody. I mean, we should. Yeah, I think maybe bring it with us very carefully. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't think we should leave it in case yeah. anyone else comes here to this. Yeah, we should take it with us. Yeah, because it's gonna rain. Yeah. Is there anything else we find upstairs? Right. I want to like, I want to look around his place. Oh, sure. He messed up the shop. I'm gonna. Well, I'm not gonna totally like turn over his place, but you know. Yeah. You I'll know. Look around. Uh, while you're upstairs, you do see like. Um, I got sticky fingers. Crumpled up a notepad, uh, like big, you know, pieces mm. of paper and notepad. Same ones like that I saw before. Thick black, big pencil, um, that looked like, and there's some with writing on them. That say some say like you're the worst, Murloc. 
You think these are like ones that were like just no, they didn't not, make the cut. Didn't make the cut. <laughs> First laps, <laughs> you know. I'm rubber, you're glue. He's been going to bard yeah. school and he hasn't quite got the vicious mockery That's down right. yet. Oh. Yeah, you see a lot of those. Um, again, confirming your suspicions. Uh, you do see more of the devices that have been flying at you and uh, and exploding. Some of the like the wooden, like the oblong wooden ones and the the confetti bombs, as well as some other uh, of the uh, the more pipe bomb ones I that were disa- disabled. May like a few confetti bombs. All right, you want to take some confetti Try bombs? Two, maybe some pipe bombs too. Okay. How many do you take? Uh, I'll take two of each. Okay, two. Con- do they look? Oh, hold on. Do they look stable? The confetti bombs look pretty stable. The uh. pipe bombs look. Pretty ramshackle. I'm going to just take the confetti bombs because I don't want to lose, I don't know, An my like left leg. ass cheek yeah. holding it in my, <laughs> in my satchel. Okay. <laughs> be a terrible way to lose your ass cheek. Um, <clears throat> do you do that in secret or do you just take them? I just take them. Hey, you see Sully take two confetti bombs and that's all you really find upstairs. Uh, a small cot and that's that's about it though. Um, you head back downstairs, Glimpse sitting on, uh, and they're sorting, uh, Glimpse sitting on boots and they're sorting everything out. Um, nothing else that you really find in this place, um, at least that stands out. He's still really drawn to the umbrella. I say, well, let's, you guys look over the book, I guess, and see if there's something in there and I want to take him back. Seems like he'd probably try and use this umbrella to do something. So I'll probably go, you know, book him. Or maybe take the umbrella in for evidence. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, here's, here's some notes, and I had gathered up some of the notes to show as evidence that, I mean, he totally, but he could change his story at any time. You can say I'm guilty and then be like, oh, never mind. It was under duress. So I I brought the, <laughs> I brought the balled up notes with me and being like, ah, Check the handwriting. I'm I'm like 100,000% sure it's him. Terry grabs the notes and pulls out one of the other notes that he took from the from the crime scene and compares them and says, well, the handwriting does appear to match up. Yeah, it does. You know, cut ahead, uh, going back to the crime scene, and you're flipping through the biggest, bangiest uh, book, uh, and you do come across one that... Uh, Claims to turn its, turn anybody or anything into a powder. Doesn't specify a color, but it does specify a powder. Um, it says that uh, to reverse it, it gives you a recipe. Um, and you go downstairs and you manage to find all of the ingredients. In order to mix it, though, someone's going to need to roll Arcana in order to properly mix the remedy to this I only explosion. have plus one. This, this is Moot's time to shine, I think. Okay. I have I have a no I, plus. Yeah, it's so. not that great. And plus, I've been rolling twos all night. Don't let me do this. Uh, with my plus three, it's a 21. Mm. All right. Yes, sir. Yep, Moot, you go down to the lab and clear yourself a space and, and set up... Uh, you've managed to find enough stuff that isn't broken. And would you say I was working in the lab late one night? It is getting late. 
Okay. And as you're doing that, everybody else upstairs, or did you go down with Moot? Where is everybody at this Oh, I want to watch. I'm okay. down with Moot. Yeah, I, I, I'm so Seeing curious Moot about do Moot. some okay. things that aren't cool. writing in a notebook is just, ah, uh, Sully's uh, thrilled. Okay. Uh, dis- uh, I'm not going to tell you what's in this recipe. You, you, Moot, you dis- or get Moot to describe what's going on here. You can even just, you know, talk it through however you want to do it, Tom. The recipe's pretty easy to follow. Uh, there's a few steps that seem a li- I just have to, like, there's, like, you know, a pinch of this, and then a dash of that, and then these two at the same time, and it's... But I think I'm doing... How do you guys feel? I think it's going okay? Ew, what's that brown stuff? Uh, I'm not really sure. It says... N- n- ground newt? Oh, that... Oh, oh. and that, that purple stuff? It's, uh, Sunny D? No, wait, that's not the purple stuff. Um... Lavender. Lavender. Oh, that, that, that I like. That stuff I like. Yeah. You put that in my pillow. I'm out. Anyway, I think we're almost done here. It's starting to, like, bubble quite a bit. Do you guys think that's normal? Uh, I mean, maybe. You, you should probably have the safety glasses on. I know you were teasing me about asking you to wear them, but it's probably a good idea. It's like Yeah, bubbling. no, I think that's a good call. I think, uh, yeah, I'm gonna okay. put those right on. And, yeah, uh, this just... is your world. I, I don't, I'm taking notes. Is this my world? <laughs> well, I don't think I've I really mean, done much more... of this before. Uh, I do believe this is magic. The is solution magic? begins to, like, bubble over like a, like a science fair thing with, like, foam and there's even some sparks inexplicably that start coming Ooh. up out of this solution. Is oh, that supposed uh, to happen? I, I, I don't know. Uh, the recipe's not super clear on what's happening while you... Oh, I'll just I'll just mix the last thing in and then we'll just see what happens. Oh, yeah. If you guys ever bring me back from the dead, I just want you to see what happens. Uh, you add the last ingredient, which is... Uh, we'll say it's uh, golem dust. Uh, you add the golem dust, just a pinch, just on top. And... As soon as you do, it quickly, the, the bubbling and the sparks and the, and the bit of smoke that's coming up stop, and it shoots back down into this beaker, and there's just this clear liquid, pink in color. So here's my question. Do we pour this onto the pink glittery dust, or do we put the dust into it? Like, how does what, how does that part of it what, work? What is, I know, is it wet into dry, or dry into what wet? What does it say in the... This is just like a recipe, right? Do we make what a little well in the center, and then mix it from there? This is a terrible... The recipe is not super clear on how to execute it. You know, just, and Sully just picks up the powder and pours it into the liquid. Yeah, that, that happened right there. I mean, stir it. I don't know. Yeah, the powder into the liquid. Yeah. Right? That's what you said. Okay. Yeah, I'll like uh, swirl it around in the old uh, beaker there. Powder goes into the... All of the powder or just like a little bit of the powder? What's going I on I put here? all of it in. Okay. There was too much deliberating. <laughs> Sully wanted action. Sully grabs the bag off of Glim's hip and begins to pour this powder all over mm-hmm. uh, this, uh, this solution. And it begins to bubble and boil. And you see a figure begin to take place, but not as, uh, not like cleanly, like, you know, somebody appearing like with magic, like um, there's mounds of flesh and, and bone and gristle. And like you see an eyeball at one point as all of this is trying to pull itself back together until this goes on for quite a while. 
there's this scream that comes through at one point and and it's the three of us and then you look at to each other and it's you three screaming as this this figure is coming to back to life in front of your eyes and there's this older man who's uh, hunched over on the ground uh, naked as the day he was born and he looks up and he's just kind of shielding himself like he was like almost frozen in time and he looks up and he says where did boots go jail oh well that's where he's gonna go who who are you the god's chosen three no (laughs) that's that's no join us on patreon dot com slash dumb dragon cast to find out who the god's chosen three is so sorry destiny's children i think is the name that Mm. you've been gifted no okay yeah i mean that is what uh they've dubbed us on the discord oh i've never that's fantastic dense dubbed you that oh oh that's great i don't think they're ready for this jelly we we came here and saved you Wow. Thank you. Are you okay? I think I think so. Oh, here he, you go. And I take the up. robe and I Oh yeah, of course. He's not that nudity disgusts or no, makes me uncomfortable. No, I can join you if you if you would prefer. It, no, it's a mo- it's a modesty thing. It's all right. I'll just cover back up here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um uh, it appears that um Boots had his had his way and got a recipe book. Did we get that back? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have it right yes. over here. Great, great. You need to really like make it a little more clear as to what's going to happen in the stages of the recipe. If you make it too clear, then too many people know exactly what happens. And you want to leave some uh, confusion in the spell. It looks like whoever put this spell together did a wonderful bang up job. Okay, yeah, but just for like examples like this, where someone is saving your life with your spell book. Maybe you want to make it clear for them so that they understand exactly what's happening. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Most people normally don't come down here. See, Boots was a, a random event, a random occurrence. He wanted to, uh, to blow everything up. I've been using him in the past tense. You just said he went to jail, not that he himself has been blown up, correct? Yes. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Yep. Nope. That's good. So I won't use him in the past tense anymore. Boot wants to glow, blow things up. Um, and uh, of course, uh, being uh, the foremost alchemist in this area, I have um, all of the books uh, to do so. And um, mm. speaking of blown up things. Your shop is not in great condition. I, I see just based on uh, based on my lab here. Um, I can only assume uh, the, that the explosion that he used that perhaps uh, rendered me catatonic. Uh, what state was I in? Powder. Pow- yeah. Powder. Yeah. Oh, wow. How what? did it feel? Just question. To be yeah. powder. It's yeah. kind of like a blank. Bl- he kind of goes silent. It, it's grisly. Grisly. Hmm. Kind of coarse. Well, fair enough. You were like a bunch of salt. Yeah. Well, um, well, thank you. Thank you for doing so. If there's anything I can do for you. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm always happy to learn a little bit of magic. He just stares at you for a moment. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you saved my life. I could teach you a little bit of magic. Absolutely. Why not? 
Why don't you come back tomorrow? I'll have this place all ship shape, and uh, we'll uh, we'll take a take a peruse through some books. That sounds like a plan. Also, one last question, please. Uh, what's with the scary face dude in your notebook? Uh, uh, beg, uh, beg your pardon, the scary face dude in my notebook. Yeah, yeah. There's a notebook here, and I pull it out, and I say, yeah. It kind of starts to get a little frantic at parts and then there's a drawing of a scary face man at the the end of the book as you pull it out like he goes glassy eyed not in panic just kind of like freezes on the spot Glim and Sully is near the same look that Moot had for the 15 minutes that you were in Boot's place and he begins to uh, what Moot didn't do but he begins to speak or vocalize and moot it's the same sounds that you began to hear Uh, we cut outside Murloc's workshop where it gently begins raining and off in the distance there you can hear just the faintest and a large plume of smoke goes up near the jail. Terry opened up the umbrella, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, Terry. Oh, Terry. <laughs> Just couldn't help himself. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 103, starring Amy Moore as Sully, Carla Maxted as Glim, Tom Laird as Moot, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Editing, production, and sound design is by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Kevin McLeod and Epidemic Sound, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Kat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Lulahan, and Charlie Warley. Support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where when you are a patron, you could name a character like Boots. Thanks to Nick Jones for that contribution. You'll also receive bonus episodes and a full exclusive podcast called The Adventures Up, run by Tom, with characters played by Amy, Carla, and I. We hope to see you over there. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragoncast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Cut back to the front. You've uh, not detonated. Tripped? Nope, not tripped. Disengaged? Disengaged. (laughs) Thank you. No worries. (laughs) I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. Would you say I was working in the lab late one night? It is getting late. Okay. Yep. And as you're doing that, everybody else I is upstairs. I punched the microphone. I was so excited to see that. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you add the last ingredient, which is need some fun name here. It's gonna be good. 
Smegma. <laughs> no. Nope. No. But I mean, come on, it's a callback. <laughs> Russ is always talking about the callback. That's not it. Am I do it? Did that, I do it wrong? That would no. That would be a Dungeons and Dragons oh, is a dumb dragons uh, production. <laughs> the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey, friends. The Sprouting is a podcast that I want to tell you about and you should go listen to. It's an eldritch horror of an actual play podcast set in an apocalyptic future where eldritch plants have taken over, magical bargains twist the fate of reality, and each survivor struggles to trust their own senses as they try to see their goals through to their ends. The show uses the rules from Call of Cthulhu to heighten the drama of the story and leave the fate of the story at the whims of the dice. And they've created a completely homebrew world, a a plant apocalypse, where the senses can't be trusted. And instead, the characters must learn to trust one another. The show is completely scored by beautiful music from their in-house editor, which heightens each dramatic moment throughout the show. I've got a little promo for you here, but go check out The Sprouting. I've listened to it. You need to listen to it. And you should start with the prequel episode when you go over there. Search for The Sprouting anywhere you listen to podcasts. With your long-forgotten name, we call upon you. We call upon you. In the words of the unspeakable language, we call upon you. We call upon you. By the spilt blood of the wicked who walk upon this world, sprouting the words of false idols, we call upon you. We call upon you. On the land of the dead harvest, that which brings the earth itself into your service, Yamal, we call upon you. We call upon you. We call upon you. We call upon you. Yamal calls upon you. The Sprouting, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast by Blighthouse Studio. Find us on your podcatcher of choice.